And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. And it left the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Trapped, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, so. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for every Everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Over there, over there, send the word, send the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music, nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com gmail.com Mr. Swimming with Bow-Legged Women All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast The show is great even if you're sober Well My advice to you Start drinking heavily Jim loves his music and his whiskey A real woman could stop you from drinking It has to be a real big woman This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle Great music, great booze and fun even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean lab. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Thank you for tuning in for the second episode this week um, here on the show. Today we are giving you, or presenting to you, our second Whiskey Wednesday episode that we've done. Um, We really enjoyed last month's episode with 10th Mountain Whiskey. Um, We had a great time with them. So we figured, you know what? What the hell? Let's see if uh, let's see if somebody else wants to be on the show. And we are delighted to have Robbie Goldsmith on. He is the CEO of Silver Belly Whiskey. Um, for those of you that don't know, Silver Belly is Alan Jackson's whiskey. Um, we do a taste test as well in this episode. So I'm not, I'm not going to talk too much about it. I'm not going to lie to you. Not going to talk too much about it. I just want to thank Robbie and Alan and you know the whole, the whole Jackson conglomerate um, for everything they've done. Um, absolutely fantastic stuff we have here. Um, we really did. You know, well, you know what? I'm going to let you listen to the episode and hear what we thought about the whiskey. Um, but yeah, you know, Alan Jackson's one of those artists that I would. Love to see live. I hope I get to see him at least once um, in my lifetime. Just to just to say I did. Um, I have a I have a uh, what is it a uh, concert film? Is that what you would call it? Of him live from Red Rocks, and it is fantastic. I actually listen to it and watch it quite a bit while we're doing stuff in the office. Uh, for the podcast, you know, when I have the time to sit down and really hash out some stuff, uh, that that concert film is on, and it's fantastic. I absolutely love it. Um, so, Robbie, again, thank you so much. Um, we, uh, I, I don't even want to talk too much about it because he's. We talk 
everything about the, the whiskey here in this episode. So um, sit back, relax, pour yourself a glass of Silver Belly uh, or whatever you're drinking, preferably Silver Belly for this episode, and um, enjoy the conversation because we certainly did. And again, thank you so much, Robbie. And um, we'll see you on the flip side, y'all. We want to give a big shout out to our friends over at Off the Rails here in Worcester, Massachusetts at 90 Commercial Street, Worcester. They have the best food, the best music around. You will not go wrong. Go to their website, offtherailsworcester.com. You can see their lineup of shows. You can see their menu. You can see the local talent they have. Absolute fantastic people. We love being a part of the Off the Rails family, and we love having them being part of our family. Thank you so much to Off the Rails. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Hey, Robbie. Hey, Jim. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I am great. I've never used this platform that you sent me, and it's pretty awesome. Right? It's super easy. It's like, that's why I chose it, because it's so idiot-proof that I can just, I can figure it out. So figured if I can do it, everybody can do it. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, So thanks for, thanks for being here. Thanks for being on our Whiskey Wednesday um once a month episode that we're trying to do here. It's, it's greatly appreciated that you're here. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to hear your story and how you, you know, became who you are and how you got here and what silver belly is all about. So I'm going to let you kind of take the reins here for a few minutes and then we'll pop open the bottle and I'll, uh, I'll give you my first reactions of what I think, because I'm not going to lie to you, the bottle you sent to me, I still haven't opened. So and I was kind of <laughs> waiting. For, I was kind of waiting for for this moment. So I love it. I love it, man. Well, yeah, I'd love to jump into it. Um, my name is Robbie Goldsmith, CEO of Silver Belly Whiskey. Originally from Chicago, Illinois, grew up there. Then went went to college at the University of Tennessee. Moved to Nashville shortly thereafter, and have been an entrepreneur ever since. Um, did stints in the hospitality industry and in the marketing industry, and that's how I got involved with uh, Mr. Alan Jackson. Um, was working doing marketing for his bar downtown on Broadway and also doing marketing uh, in cohesion with Universal Music Group uh, for his albums and uh, was sitting in a, a meeting with with his team and there just happened to be an empty whiskey bottle underneath uh, underneath the table and I, and I inquired about it and uh, they said that you know he wanted to, to make a whiskey and uh, I had some connections in the space doing a couple deals with marketing wise with with other companies and uh, perfect storm, perfect timing. Next thing I know, uh, the deal worked out, and I was the CEO of Alan Jackson's Silver Belly Whiskey, which is a Kentucky straight bourbon. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been almost a year, and uh, we couldn't be more excited to see where it's going to go. Wow, that's that's incredible. Now, when you know when Alan's thinking of doing this, now I, I heard a story, and I'm not really sure where it was from. I want to say it was. George Clooney, when George Clooney made his tequila, he made it, you know, for something that he wanted just for himself and then ended up expanding it from there. Was this the same sort of thing or was it just, uh, you know, Alan just wanted to wanted to put out his own brand? I think it was a little bit of both. You know, Alan has uh, notoriously been known to drink uh, Jack Daniels, yeah. um, big supporter of, of Jack Daniels and the Tennessee whiskey. And I think he. You know, it was the combination of that. You know, he obviously has association with a bar downtown, um, and it was just it was just the right time to do it. It was something he's always wanted to do, and and like everything else he does, you know, he does it right, and uh, wanted to make sure it was it was a great thing for his fans. You know, that was the thing from us setting the taste to setting the price points and everything. It was always 
for his fans and, 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 and involving his family and, and true to the Jackson story. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a perfect culmination of those things. And, uh, you know, Alan's eldest daughter, Maddie, is a, is a sommelier. So she uh, was kind of helping do all the tasting notes and, and working through that whole process. And it truly was cho- chosen by him, made for him, um, you know, even down to the name of Silverbelly, which is the color of his iconic cowboy hat he's worn on stage for 36 years. It's, it's all about him. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. Now, when you started with um, the bar, did you have? I mean, obviously, you can't tell the future, right? But did you have any real desire to, you know, make a career with the, you know, with Alan and his team, or was <laughs> it just kind of like a stop along the way? Because, you know, I've been in the hospitality industry pretty much my whole life as well, so like I get it, you know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it was always a goal of mine to to do business with him. And 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 for me, if it was just doing marketing for one of his businesses, that would have been good enough for me. But the opportunity arose to actually, you know, create a partnership and 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 run one of his companies. And for me, man, that was that was everything. That was that was it was a lifetime goal of mine that luckily I achieved uh, by thirty five. That's well. Well, thanks for making me feel bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> sorry no, about that. No, it's all right. It's all good. It's all good. I'm chasing my dream, too. It's just taking me a little longer. Uh, now, your title as CEO of Silverbelly, does that mean how much say does Alan have in it at this point? Like, does he call you up and say, hey, Robbie, this is what I want to do? Or do you? does he have full trust in you to just do it? Uh, he calls the shots at, at the end of the day for the major decisions. You know, there's obviously with any type of organization of that size that he's built between his music, between, you know, the hospitality and, and, and everything else, you know, there's gotta be, um, there's gotta be some, some passing of the torch there, but, you know, he makes the big decisions, the tastes, the, any kind of, you know, expansion that we do, he signs off on everything. Um, that's just how he likes to do things. And he's, you know, he's, personally you know has taken everything and this isn't just a licensing deal with his name on it this is this gotcha. is one of his uh one of his babies yeah no that makes that makes now is that the same thing with the bar uh correct correct yeah okay. he, uh it is the, that does work a little differently just because of some legalities there um you know as far as how tennessee works and whatnot but yes it is the same uh same same way as the bar wow that so how does that, and maybe you can dive into it a little bit for people that don't know, because I don't. That's why I'm asking. Now, when you get to the level of success that he is, right, and we see it throughout music, you know, all the time, um, where you have an artist that is, you know, on top of the world, more or less, and then have all of these offshoots. Now, does each offshoot have its own, you know, p- person like you, like the bar has its own, you know, yep whatever that may be and so on and so forth. Yeah. Each entity has its leadership that is entrusted to, to, you know, make sure that performance is kept up and, and everything. But, uh, but yeah, it's all, it's all overseen by Alan and his management team. Uh, But yeah, there is a, there is kind of divisions of, of leadership there for sure. Awesome. Now for what you're doing, what kind of team do you have underneath you? Uh, right now we have a very lean team, you know, we're, we're not even a year in, so it's a lot of still building the basis and everything. Um, but right now it is a team of four, uh, that works on silver belly and we will soon expand, uh, adding some sales staff and, and, and some regional representatives that, uh, will kind of help take the brand to the next level. Well, up. 
Hey, everyone, don't forget about our other partner, the DCU Center, dcucenter.com. Go there for all of their things that are coming. They have concerts. They have hockey. They have indoor football. They have everything you would want for entertainment right here in central Massachusetts. Whether you're local or not, come and check them out. DCU Center, 50 Foster Street in Worcester. Check them out. You won't be disappointed. Here in New England, if you ever need anybody, I have a, I have a lifetime of sales experience. <laughs> I love that. I love um, that. So now I was kind of looking into a little bit of what you guys are doing here. And it looks like, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not, you know, I'm not Mr. Whiskey, Mr. Bourbon. I don't know all the ins and outs, you know, but um, with each, say, <clears throat> excuse me, with each release of this, um, it's all named after number one songs. Is that, is that correct? Correct. So, uh, so we have different batches, and instead of doing true batches like Jack Daniels or Jim Beamwood, we have his number one songs. So we'll eventually release thirty-five different labels. Uh, they will be a combination of, you know, a, a kind of our base skew, which is which is what you're gonna taste today, um, which is our ninety-one proof Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, and then we'll also release some special stuff, some fun stuff as well, some limited time offers uh, that will represent different uh, number one songs as well. So, I mean, that's all, uh, again, being in sales and all that, I get it. But that's also a great marketing ploy, too, where you have 35 different, you know, more or less collector's items, too, if you wanted them to be. Yeah, yeah that was, uh, I'll take a pat on the back for that idea. And uh, that was part of it was we wanted to give something that his fans could collect. I mean, you know, he's got 7 million fans worldwide. And majority of those obviously reside here in the, the U.S. And you know, we're in, we're in 20 different states already in the first year, and we're, we're expanding that, that footprint, and we're excited to, to bring different things that they can collect, uh, you know, because there's, there's no shortage of Alan Jackson fans. Right, right, right. He could, you know, he could just sing out the phone book and sell a million records. <laughs> um, so now, when you start this, before you bring this to market, how much stuff, how much blood sweat and tears is going into this to even make sure that it's going to be viable or do you not even have an idea if it will be viable or not you're just kind of you know throwing it to the wall and hoping it hoping it grows yeah i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of learning that goes into it and and it, and it is a true entrepreneurial journey it is the discovery of where is it working better what states have better you know uh you know kind of better what we call pull through which is sales rates um, and, and, you know, we know we are, where he's played shows, how many times, you know, his number one state ever is Florida. He's played Florida a hundred times in his career. Wow. Um, and there, so there's certain things that we can lean into that, that maybe tell us a little bit of, uh, where it may be successful, where it may not. But, uh, but also it's, it's, you know, as, as any new business, you, you, you fly a plane off the cliff and you build it on the way down. And that's kind of how, kind of how, how it is. And, and that's the fun part about it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, and this is a hard hitting show at times. So I'm, I didn't ask you a tough question that I, you probably won't answer, but I'm going to, I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Um, you talked about how, you know, Alan's always been synonymous with Jack Daniels, right? Yeah. Um, how does this go over? You know, when, you know, you, you say, all right, well, I'm going to put out my whiskey. So obviously, you know, that, that Jack relationship, either a severed or, you know, what have you, you know, is there a, is there a contention there? I mean, I don't, you know, I don't, to my knowledge, he's just been a supporter of Jack Daniels on a, as a consumer, as far as right. business okay. goes, there hasn't been an actual, 
um, there hasn't been an actual thing there. So it was just true to the brand. And, and at the end of the day, you know, when people want to do their own thing and they're proud of their own brand, it's, it's just, uh, and, and the way we look at it in the industry is all boats rise with the tide. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, um, I, I, I kind of thought that was going to be the answer, but you, um, <laughs> you got to ask. Yeah, exactly. You know, because, you know, anybody that knows the history of Jack and the way they do things, you know, there's really never been anybody that has, you know, signed on, you know, no, I don't even think Frank Sinatra signed on. It was just, you know, that, that was the thing. Right. Right. Um, so now, you know, you're a year in, what is, you, did you say 20 states you're in currently? Yep, we're currently in 20 states. Now, and how, what is the goal to get into all 50? Like, is there a, like a timetable for you for that? Uh, no, you know, it's, there, there's a, there has to be a healthy balance between what you can do to support each state and, and, and how each state works, right? In the U.S., every state works independently as far as certain laws and legalities and distribution networks go. So every state has its own challenges and advantages. Uh, but I mean, the long term goal is to have distribution worldwide. You know, we Alan has huge representations in Europe and Canada and uh, Brazil. Um, and I think long term, we'd love to see uh, Silverbelly in all those major markets. So his at, at the end of the day, really, just so his fans could have access. Great. Now, for for markets that you may not be in stores for, right? Can people who are in those states that can't go to the, the liquor store or whatnot and pick up a bottle, can they order from you and get it shipped to them? Yep, correct. So our uh, website, silverbellywhiskey.com, will ship to about uh, 42 different states. So you can go on there, and when you go through that process, there's a buy button, and you can see if it, if it will ship to you. So, so that does uh, give us access to those people as well, yes. That's awesome. Now, the bottle I have here in front of me is... Oh, what do I have? I have wanted bottle, nineteen ninety number one hit. I was, I was three. Um, <laughs> now, what number is this in the thirty-five? So that- Dallas Jackson here with Tipsy Music. Artists, are you tired of getting five dollars to play Freebird? How are you getting fans to engage with your own music? Venmo and Linktree are just temporary solutions until now. Tipsy Music is the one-stop shop for live music to make your life easier and monetize your set list. Tipsy takes Venmo, Apple Pay, Google Pay, and even credit cards all through your unique Tipsy QR code. best part is no app to download, so fans can pay you quickly and get back to getting tipsy while watching you do what you do best. Sign up for free today at tipsymusic.com. That's T-I-P-S-E-E music.com at Tipsy Music on all socials. Long live live music. number two that is number batch two. number two yep number two we're currently on number three which is chasing that neon rainbow um but wanted is batch number two uh so you got one of the first ones out there wow damn and i have to open it um i'm i'm psyched um now so with that being said how many batches do you predict to do a year yeah so i think you know that, that'll increase as demand grows and as we grow our markets um right now we've been right around three a year um, okay. but you know, and that'll also increase when we do some special limited offer, uh, stuff, we're going to do some finishes and some different type of flavorings as well. Um, so when those get released, those will be shorter run, but also a label. So, you know, it's our goal to kind of put out all the labels over probably a five to six year period. All right. Now, has there been a thought of 
you know, I, five or six years may seem like a long time to, you know, some people, but in, in reality, it's going to go by quick. Um, what's going to happen once that, once those five or six years are over and all of the number one labels are, are done? That's a great question. And uh, we're going to cross that bridge when we get to it. And, and I'm sure between us and Alan and his team, we can, we'll come up with some great ideas that his fans are going to love. Right. We'll do like the number two hits. And- <laughs> we, there's, there's no shortage of those either. Right. Right. Wow, Robbie, I love this. This is a great story. I love how you've um, you've done all this. I mean, really, this is a labor of love for you. It sounds like, and it's it's incredible. It has been. It's been a it's been a lot and a little bit of time, and we're extremely uh, proud of of the kind of where we're going and where we've been and and what we've gone and done this far. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun next couple of years. I can guarantee that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure of it. Now, so before I get what for somebody you know we pride ourselves on just kind of being the you know the whiskey and for the regular everyday non bourbon tiktok bourbon instagram kind of people so what 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 should i expect here yeah so it's gonna be uh like i said it's made in the heart of kentucky made in the heart of the bourbon trail so it's gonna be just under three years old 91 proof uh, you're going to bring hints of brown sugar in there. I think you're going to get some, and it's just, it's an everyday drinker. It's, it's good enough to, to have neat or, you know, on a rock, which is my personal favorite, but yeah. also it's okay to put in a mixer. You know, one of Alan's rules for, for us that he had is that he wanted this to be affordable for his everyday fans. So while some celebrity bourbons you're going to see at the, you know, $100 plus price point, uh, our bottle comes in on the normal shelves, anywhere between 39 and 44 bucks. Wow, that's great. That's great. All right, so I just poured a little bit here, and I'm going to, uh, we're going to see. Ooh, that's good. Very good. Wow. What, what do you get on, what do you get on the, what do you get on it? See, like for me, and I'm, I think I might be going crazy. But I get a little bit of a chocolate kind of taste. Okay. On the back. Um, but I also get, you know, a hint of caramel. I get, you know, I get a lot of things. But again, I don't, you know, I don't know. the. I could be totally talking out of my ass. I have no well, idea. You know, the, the crazy thing about bourbon and, and whiskey and, and all that in general is that it is everyone's palates are different. So there is yeah. no there is no true answer. I mean, there's there's what the distiller tries to make it and what people try to make it. But at the end of the day, it is 100 percent up to how you interpret it and what your preference are and how your palate works. And, you know, I like to say that the the only correct way to drink bourbon is the way you like it. So, yeah. um, and that could be sometimes with Coke, that could be a splash of ginger, that could be neat, you know, that's what it is. And there's too much into this whole um, raise your nose up at the bourbon industry because of certain <laughs> palates and tastes. And yep. I'm more on the a line of uh, it is how you like it. Yeah, I agree 100%. Now, this, I, I really liked what you said about how, how this could be drank. Um, because I'm with you. I'm a I'm a on the rocks kind of guy. I've got this neat right now, um, but this is smooth too. Um, you know, I'm not a big neat person. You know, I like to have it a little <laughs> a little watered down, a little cold. But yep, um, it's still it drinks very nicely. It's very smooth. It's very um, it's uh, I say organic, but in a, in a very positive way. It's very um, 
it's very easy. You know, I could, I, I agree. This could be an everyday, an everyday sipper for sure. I love it. I love it. That's exactly what we like to hear. You know, because you're right. This could go with, you know, if you wanted to mix it, it would be just as good. Um, you know, I think you would really still get the flavor of the whiskey out of it. Um, this color, the colorization of it is absolutely gorgeous. It's not, you know, it's got a very, um, it's got a, um, a sunset over the ocean kind of look to it. <laughs> I like that. That's the first time I heard that. You one, know, but I like, I like that. But it, it's got that, you know, it's got a nice yellow to it. It doesn't, it's, you know, it's not too dark. It's not too light. It's, you know, it's very pretty color. Love I it. sounded love I it. sounded just like somebody that knew what he was talking about and not <laughs> at the same time. So I love that. You, you sold me. <laughs> yeah, like that. See, see, I'll send you my resume. There we go. Um, so now, a few more things before uh, before we uh, have to part ways. Of course, we can't forget our friends at the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company out of Canada. That's drsupplyco.com. They have great stuff. All of the hats I pretty much wear, all the camo hats you see me wear either on TikTok or in pictures or whatnot, all come from the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. A big thank you to those guys out there. drsupplyco.com. Check them out. Canadian company. Great stuff. Check them out. Um, when it comes to the design of everything that you have, logo, the whole nine yards, was that you? Was that Alan? Was that somebody totally different? That was a combination of the above. You know, I would source different ideas and concepts. Uh, I used multiple graphic designers, and we essentially got to send uh, all of our favorite ones to Alan, and he had the final stamp of approval. Obviously, the name was uh, was a no-brainer and what he wanted it to be called. That was one of the rules. Um, but from there, we kind of came up with a color scheme that we liked, and we wanted to have a lighter label, so it kind of popped on back bars or, or shelves, yeah. you know, versus all the traditional darker whiskey labels. Um, so yeah, but everything at the end of the day was 100% approved by Mr. Jackson. Now, let me ask you from the day that you were sitting in this meeting and you ask about the bottle to the first shipment going out, how long was that? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, the very first ideation and, and where it came about was in September of, 2021 oh wow we did not get done with contracts and all the fun legal stuff until march of 2022 and then we had a bottle on the shelves for his first concert last year which was june 24th wow so from start to finish once all the the mumbo jumbo was done it was about a 90 just over a 90 day process that we put a bottle on the shelves well that's not too bad yeah, it was one. It's much, much faster than anyone or I would suggest doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No kidding. Um, now, I don't know if you can mention it. I know I'm, I'm sure there might be something in, in it, but I'm kind of looking at here. I can see who the bottling company Who is currently producing Silver Belly? Which distillery is doing that? Sure. Yeah. So we are uh, we are based out of Green River Distillery, which is in Owensboro, Kentucky part of the Bardstown bourbon family. Um, and then we get bottled at a facility that, that, uh, that we have a close relationship with in Charleston, South Carolina. Nice. Now, was that, was that also Alan's pick for that distillery or was there like a bidding process there? 
Uh, there was a little bit of a process, and we had a relationship there with the master distiller and the people there, and we felt most comfortable that that would uh, bring us the best product, uh, you know, and with the most success. So it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a hybrid decision there. That's awesome. That's what, Robbie. I love all of this. This is, this is great. You know, and I gotta say, I I can't thank you enough for, you know, this little package you sent me. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, you know, with this coaster, the T-shirt, the the menu items, the everything. It's absolutely fantastic. I can't thank you enough for, for mentality. It's it's super cool. Of course, thank you. We really appreciate it. And uh, anytime we can do that, we, we, we love. We just want to spread the word. You know, there's there's so much uh, there's so many options for people out there, and and we just want to make sure that not only Allen's fans but uh, bourbon whiskey connoisseurs in general just know that there's another quality uh, option out there. Right now, let me let me one quick last question for you. Um, actually, two last questions for you. If let's say I, I'm not sure that this is on Massachusetts shelves yet or not. Actually, I think it might be. I'm not really sure. Um, I haven't walked into it, a liquor store in a while. It is not yet in Massachusetts. Okay, so could I, you know, seeing we're based out of Massachusetts and all that, you know, obviously I have a a broader audience than just here in New England, but. Is there laws or rules or whatnot of into Massachusetts and start marketing this, even though it's not on the shelves? Uh, we could market it, yeah, of course. But we just, you know, to get it on the shelves there, there would be certain uh, certain people we'd have to deal with and certain licenses to obtain. Uh, but it it is on the it is on the list to do. But yeah, we can market it anywhere. Oh uh, no, kidding. Okay, it's just uh, getting it on the shelves is is the uh, the longer part. Right. Now, I, you know, please forgive my ignorance with all the all things whiskey. I just, you know, like I said, this is this is just like a hobby to me. You know, it's not, you know, I'm not like a a bourbon expert or a whiskey expert by any stretch. So I appreciate you, you know, really explaining how this all works, especially for the people that are in the same boat. You know, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, no worries. We're, we're happy to do it. Now, before, so I got two questions, two last questions for you. I, I, again, I know you're super busy. You know, you have a way bigger job than I do Monday through Friday. So I appreciate you <laughs> taking the time. Um, so, but I have to ask you before Silver Belly, mm-hmm. what was your bourbon of choice if you had one? Ooh, if I had one before Silver Belly, I would have to say, um, Traditionally, as far as an everyday drinker, I was a big fan of Jim Beam Black. Okay. Which is also like they used to call it the double aged. Um, it's a fantastic, affordable uh, sipper. And then lately, as, as far as the higher end, I've really, really enjoyed uh, a bottle of Blanton's I was lucky enough to get my hands on. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny you say that. I have a bottle of Blanton's I got for Christmas that I haven't even opened because trying to get it, what, trying to get it one is impossible around here. And two, I don't really want to spend 250 bucks on a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I was lucky enough to get one at retail here, which I think is around like $80 in Tennessee. And uh, yeah, uh, I've been enjoying that one. Yeah, that's great. That's great. You know, it's funny you mentioned Jack Daniels because I'm I'm a Tennessee squire as well. OK, uh, so Jack is Jack was kind of like how I started this whole this whole process. Um, I think, you know, Jack Daniels is like the Coca-Cola, the Marlboro of, you know, whiskey whiskey bourbon you know absolutely Um, so like that's what got me started into it and then you know it's like anything else once you you know once you graduate out of jack daniels i mean i don't think we ever really graduate out of something but 
like that. But, you know, you start to spread your wings. And honestly, without Jack, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have found Silver Belly. So, you know, uh, I got to tip my hat to them and thank you again for, for all of this. Of course. We're happy to do it. Uh, super excited to, to be out there. And, uh, yeah, best of yeah. luck with everything with the podcast. And if there's any other thing that Silver Belly can do, we're always here. Perfect. Now, one, one last question. You're, you're in Tennessee, we're talking whiskey, but we are the Boots and Whiskey podcast. So what are your boots? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I have two pairs of boots. My old faithfuls, my work boots are actually uh, Luke Casey's, um, which is usually not a work boot, but I've had them for so long that they kind of turned into my daily walker. And then, uh, you know, and I don't know, uh, I do know the brand. When I was in Fort Worth for Alan's show, Last year, we stopped in Fort Worth on the way to the Austin, Texas, and Dallas shows, and I got a pair of customs at MJ Letty's, which is a spot right downtown Fort Worth across from the stockyards. Um, so those are my two pairs. I have a custom MJ Letty pair and then also my Lucchese, uh base boots, which I love both of those. Damn, that's awesome. you got to get a pair of Dixons. They're out of Texas, too. Are they? I'll have <laughs> yeah. to check them out. Yeah, yeah I need Dixons get, are great. I need to get a new pair. Yeah, you know, I anything that's American made, I always try to put. They are they are great. They are fantastic. I love that. I'll definitely have to check those out. So, all right, Robbie. Well, thank you again. You know, really for your time and your expertise, and you know, I really appreciate we've we've been able to be able to make. And honestly, if we're ever fortunate enough to have Alan grace us back here in New England, which I hope we 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 get to see one more time. Um, you know, I would, if you're around, I would love to catch up with you. Or next time we're in Nashville, I would love to, you know, grab a drink and say hello in person. Absolutely. Same, same to you. I appreciate it very much. And uh, I hope he makes it back up there. And if so, we'll, we'll make sure that happens. Sounds good. All right, Robbie. Thank you so much for everything, my friend. Thank you, Jim. Talk to you soon. See ya. All right. Bye. Bye. Well, there you have it, everyone. Our conversation with Robbie Goldsmith again, Robbie, thank you so much for taking the time. Um, and really digging, we got deep, I think, with this episode about everything that is Silver Belly and everything that is, you know, is what these doing and the visions and I, it was a great, it was a great conversation. It was very insightful. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I did very much enjoy the Silver Belly. Um, at the, you know, at the time there was a lot of thought that I just wasn't sure how to get out. So in, in reflection, um, it's a, it's a daily sipper. I would say, I think it's, I think that's safe to say. I think it's also a, a utility whiskey where you could mix it. You could have it straight. You could really do whatever you wanted with it. And it's fantastic. Um, I know it's a Kentucky bourbon. Um, but to me, it had a lot of similarities to some of the Tennessee whiskeys that I've had that are out there. Um, it's probably sacrilegious and I'm sure, somebody is going to lose their goddamn mind that I said that. Um, it's okay, everyone. Everybody has an opinion. So chill out. You don't have to go nuts. Um, I'm also historically, I've historically said how much of a bourbon fan I am not. Um, but I like this one. This is, this is good. Again, everyday kind of, kind of thing. Um, you can do a lot with it and, you know, getting the second batch ever, that was pretty, that's pretty cool. Um, 
it's definitely a collector's thing, right? I would love to get a first batch. I want every batch now that comes out. Um, and just because I want to say I collected them all, you know, got to get all the number one hits. Um, you know, maybe next time we'll get Alan on the show and have, <laughs> we'll all sit down and have a chat. Um, but again, Robbie, thank you so much for, for being on the show and, you know, your whole team is, is doing great things. And also happy one year anniversary to Silver Belly. They celebrated that, I believe last week, um, if I'm getting the dates correct. So happy anniversary to one year of Silver Belly and to many, many more. Um, so thank you. Um, like I said yesterday in the episode with Travis Denning, next week we are starting season seven. Uh, with Jesse Stratton on the 4th of July. Um, so, you know, when you're hanging out the barbecue or whatever you're doing, you know, throw it on and take a listen, and we greatly appreciate that. Um, and again, you know, for those of you that are new to the show, thanks for checking it out. Um, go to our website. Not We don't have a website yet. We're working on it. Um, go to our Facebook, Instagram, social media everywhere. Check it out. Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Like, subscribe, follow. You know, go back to old episodes. Some of them are really good. <clears throat> Some of them are really bad. Um, but you know what? Hey, it's a learning curve. You can you can literally hear the progression. Like if you were to listen to episode one and then listen to episode like 50 and then listen to episode 100 and now episode 140 some odd that this is, um, you can hear the progression. It's actually really cool to do that. Um, I actually did that not too long ago and I was like, oh, shit. Um, but anyway, so thank you, Robbie, again. Um, hopefully we'll get together soon down in Nashville and have a drink together. <laughs> Guys, until next time, remember here at the Boots and Whiskey Podcast, it's all about real people, real stories, real country. Until next Tuesday now, enjoy your 4th of July. Happy Independence Day, everybody. Um, we <clears throat> It's our literally our favorite holiday here at the show. Um, so happy independence day to you and yours. Enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. Remember, you know, if you get arrested this weekend, nine times, you know, it's probably likely that you're not going to get in front of a judge until Wednesday. So stay safe, stay sober. Um, well, you know, stay sober and enough to drive. Don't drink and drive, drink responsibly. Um, you know, if if you're going to have a good time, make sure you have a designated driver. Um, always make sure to get home safe, guys. Um, so until next week, keep those boots on the ground, whiskey in the glass. Cheers, y'all.